it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. Man, I'll tell you what. There's, uh, again, a lot going on today. First of all, uh, this budget that Mayor Curry is putting forth, which I've been reading, it's really boring, but there are some really impressive things about it. For example, it kind of it's kind of like what Donald Trump's doing, but on a smaller scale. For example, he wants to build more fire stations, put more police out there, bring back arson investigators. I didn't even realize we had a shortage of arson investigators. How many arsons do we have that we need extra investigators? But apparently it's a thing. Arson's like, you know, arson's like the new black. So that's exciting uh, that we're going to have easier marking millions for sidewalk repairs, which is great. Improved pedestrian crossings, drainage, really rehabilitation, because the last thing you don't want is the last thing you want is, is, is bad drainage. You know, anyone anyone who uh, who's in, um, you know, like uh, like when you go landscaping, they'll tell you that drainage is is a huge problem. Plus, the Jacksonville Zoo and Gardens is going to get some money because, uh, you know, animals are expensive. You have if you have a dog, you know how much money you spend on a dog. Imagine if you have giraffes, elephants and a jaguar. That's a lot of. That's a lot of money you're spending. Anyway, what's up, man? My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. couple of big things that, that we need to talk about. I don't know. I'm so excited today because Senator Bernie Sanders, Senator Bernie Sanders, the guy who, when asked, do black lives matter or do all lives matter, answered without hesitation, black lives matter. That's the that's the guy that currently at this moment is the Democratic front runner to be president of the uh, to the uh, presidential candidate in 2020. It's really an exciting day for Republicans. I have to be honest, that's not what I wanted. Uh, I wanted this. There we go. It's really an exciting day for Donald Trump and, and Republicans, because if the best that the Democrats can do to to inspire the youthful electorate to get out there and vote is put up a 79 year old socialist that who lost to Hillary Clinton, then I think, you know, that great day, great day for the Republican Party. They should be very proud because it seems like it's going to be kind of a kind of a cakewalk. And he's on tour now. He's doing like a tour. You know how like uh, Counting Crows and Live are on tour. And, you know, what uh, John Mayer's touring with the Grateful Dead. These people, two popular people with different groups of individuals, they team up and they go out on tour. Bernie Sanders is on tour now with uh, Ocasio-Cortez, the 20-whatever-year-old um, you know, basically communist who got elected or who will be elected soon in New York City. That so he thinks, OK, great. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to hitch my wagon to the super socialist from the bluest part of the country. And I'm going to go on tour in a hope uh, in an effort to drum up my bid for for the presidency in 2020. It's really, again, fantastic news, uh, fantastic news for the republic. If Donald Trump was worried at all, which I don't think he was about his chances in 2020. This is going to make it. This is going to make it even better. You know, it's funny. Sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. Yeah, it's uh, you know what's great here in the United States is, is that we have people lining up for free handouts. 
that's a great thing. That that's what we want. Uh, we want more of here in the United States of America. Bernie, I was thinking about this because I was looking at the political map already. Because you know it, it's 2018, we're getting close. There's midterms on the way, and I'm thinking about 2020 to myself. And I'm looking at it. And I'm looking at all the. I'm looking at all the states, and I'm messing around with the red states and the blue states, and which states are going to be swing states. And if Bernie Sanders is the Democratic candidate for president, as 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 left wing, not even left wing. He's like, whatever, whatever. If like once you go to the far end of the of the left and then you go a little further and you fall off the edge, whatever that is, that's where he is. If that's the candidate they're going to put up, I feel like that turns, quote unquote, swing states. And if you could see if I were on television right now, you'd see me. I'd have the air quotes going, but I'm not. So you just have to trust me that they're there. It, it, if that's what he <laughs> he could t- turn some swing states just to red states, Florida. Forget about it. Hands down. Red state. No question whatsoever. Uh, places like Ohio and and, uh, you know, where else is it? Even Colorado. I think Colorado might go to Bernie because, you know, they still smoke a lot of pot out there. But, you know, uh, there's other, the, the swing states that Donald Trump won. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. Hands down, he'll win those again. Because the only thing scarier to a lot of people uh, than four more years of Donald Trump is communism. And that's the one thing, you know, that nothing kills democracy like communism. You can have a president who who badmouths the press and goes across you know the the, uh, the world and and badmouths our allies. You can have a president who you know is is angry and who who gets things done and who cuts the budget and says no that's the we that's the old way this is the new way. You can have a president who wants a, a good relationship with Kim Jong Un and Russia and and that's fine. That's democratic. That's the, that's exactly what we want. Everybody uh, everybody is afraid of communism though. So when you have when you when you have that threat being elected, it's going to push all the centrist Democrats. Uh, it's gonna, they're, they're probably going to just sit at home and uh, all the all the centrist Republicans are going to race like run faster than you've ever seen, ever seen to keep communism out of Capitol Hill. That, and that's just, I mean, that's my that's my opinion. Uh, but as I read these reports today about Bernie Sanders being the front runner, I just it, it brings me hope. It's, it's exciting news. I may actually go campaign for him. I may get myself a Bernie T-shirt, maybe get myself a Bernie sign, you know, let, let everybody know, hey, in case you're, you know, when you're picking your your candidate, because there's going to be a lot of them. You've got, what do we have? Joe Biden's going to be there. Tim Kaine's going to be there again. There's there's rumors that Hillary Clinton, you don't forget about Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, Oprah Winfrey. Who else am I forgetting? Who else am I? I forget. Kanye West. But I think he's actually I think he's actually pushed back his presidential bid because he's going to be backing Trump in 2020 uh, if he has an album coming out. That is so. I mean, that's where we are today. That's where the political climate is lying. You've got Bernie Sanders who will propel Donald Trump to a second presidency. And as you can imagine, a lot of Democrats are not happy about this. They're, They're starting their own little civil war. You know, but the only problem is they're doing it before the election instead of after. The Republicans went ahead and won the presidency and the Senate and the House and then started to battle each other. The Democrats are doing it all wrong. They're doing it beforehand. They're starting the civil war before they have power over everything, anything. And now, even going into the midterms, you've got half the Democratic Party saying, hey, that half of the other Democratic Party, they're Looney Tunes. They're crazy. They're bonkers. Their brain cells have been fried by uh, by too much, you know, uh, by too much, you know, uh, marijuana. They've got something going on that we that is scary to us and that this country doesn't need. And that's it's I haven't I can't remember a time when the Democrats have been so scared of each other as I do right now. Um, it is almost the reverse of what happened with Donald Trump and the Republicans. 
uh, you know, so, but we're going to, we're going to see how it unfolds and it's going to start with the midterm elections. This Ocasio Cortez thing, I think the media made too big a deal of it too. I think to the, to the detriment of the Democratic Party, they went in and said, Hey, look at this cool girl. She's Hispanic. She's, uh, you know, raised herself up from her bootstraps. She was a bartender a year ago. That's cool. And now she's going to be a senator. Or I'm sorry, a congressperson. So now she's going to be, this is great. Let's make her a big, huge thing. And they made her a star overnight. And that's probably the worst thing that could have happened to the party. Because now when people think about the Democratic Party, they think about her and they think about Bernie Sanders. And they're two of the most like ridiculously to the left, to the left, everything you own in a box to the left people that, that you could ever have. Um, so you've got these, these other people that are, in fact, James Comey came out today. Remember James Comey who said he wasn't partisan at all and he wasn't biased? He's now urging his fellow Democrats, so there goes that theory, to avoid a Bernie Sanders, uh, presidential run in 2020. He tweeted today, and I unfollowed him on Twitter. I probably shouldn't have done that. But, uh, let me go back here in just a minute. He tweeted about how he's, he's warning his fellow Democrats. <laughs> to avoid Bernie Sanders. He says, Democrats, please, please don't lose your minds and rush to the socialist left. This president and his Republican Party are counting on you to do exactly that. America's great middle wants sensible, balanced, ethical leadership. So that's when I mean, when you've got James, Co- the, the, the bad thing is James Comey's no longer in a position to uh, to influence elections. He's reduced to Twitter. He used to have all sorts of, you know, uh, deep state intelligence at his beck and he could he could call a press conference. He could open up investigations, close investigations. He could do whatever he wanted to. Now, he doesn't really have that much influence anymore, especially uh, with that that security clearance. You know what? We should talk about that, too. Three, four, oh. 1045. Uh, quick break. When we get back, uh, I'm going to go through this whole security clearance thing. And it's probably a dumb question to ask because I have a feeling I know how everyone's going to respond. But I'm going to ask it anyway. And if you'd like to respond and if you're someone who's in the military or in the government and you're familiar with the way these security clearances work, give me a call. And let me know your opinion. But should somebody who attacks the president retain top secret security clearance or should the president just take it away from him, which is exactly what Donald Trump's suggesting. Your calls next. 3401045. This is the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKV. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, 3401045 is the number. Do you think Donald Trump is right to revoke the security clearances of people who attack him politically and no longer really are in office? They have no need for security clearances because they're all retired. Uh, 3401045. Before we get to the phones, I would like to remind you and wish you um, a happy National Tequila Day. Tequila, and people forget about this when they talk about Mexico and NAFTA and they talk about the wall and everything. Tequila is the one reason why we will always have a pleasant relationship with Mexico and the Mexican people. Because the United States is one of the largest consumers of tequila. Probably more so than Mexico. (laughs) At least the places I hang out. Tequila is a very important part of our economy and our social life and, well, you know, probably our electoral process, too. 
How many people uh, needed a couple shots of tequila before or after the last election? So tequila, National Tequila Day is a very important celebration. And rest assured that no matter how many children are separated from their families at the border, how many people are deported, how many ice raids there are in factories and warehouses or across the United States, no matter how much tough talk and rhetoric there is from Donald Trump, and no matter how high we build that wall, there will be a door right in the middle of it so we can continue to get our tequila uh because you know that's uh it's definitely something that you know it's 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 muy bueno as they say um here in uh, in the united states all right three four oh one oh four five let's go to robert in kingsland georgia robert thank you for calling the market show a uh, show what do you think about these clearances donald trump now saying i want to strip the clearances from from you know uh, some of these people like comey i think his is already gone mccabe i think his is already gone susan rice these people are no longer in office they don't need security clearances and they're using the information and the influence they have with their security clearances to attack me and uh, therefore the government of the uh, government of the united states what do you think uh first off i'd like to thank you very much for having me on your show um mm. with this though they're no longer in a position they lo- no longer have the need to know to have the security clearance because when it comes to accessing confidential information or classified information you need the clearance and you need to have the need to know and with that clearance you need to make sure that you have the integrity and the ability to perform your duties as demanded by those appointed to, to that you know that appoint you to that position in my line yeah. of work if we um lose the confidence of our superiors our security clearance gets revoked almost immediately pending further investigation. Right. No, and, and and that's interesting to me because, again, and I know the government is not like the private sector because if it was, well, we'd all be a lot, a lot better off. But if uh, if here in the, you know, here at the uh, at the Cox complex, you know, with the with the giant, you know, uh, all the radio stuff, if something happens and God forbid they were like, hey, we no longer want you hanging around here. We no longer need your services or, you know, the new administration comes in and kicks everybody out. You can't get back in the building. You don't have access to the important information that you used to need to do your job so it is interesting how that how that differentiation uh occurs between the government and the private sector hey thanks for the call i really appreciate it uh and and you're and you're right about oh thanks man and the one thing you said is absolutely right when you've when you've lost the confidence of your superiors and in this case donald trump and the country why then should you still be privy to the private information that uh, that makes this country operate? Eight three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five. We have to take a quick tequila break. Uh, the quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Marque Show on News one zero four five WOKV. Sorry, my tequila, my, sorry, my tequila music was still playing. Uh, what the, it's the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining me. 340-1045. Uh, again, avoid that overturned vehicle on northbound 95 that uh, you just heard Tim talk about. It's uh, you know it's never good when a vehicle overturns for and whoever's driving the vehicle, of course, or anyone who happens to be uh, behind it. So if you don't need to go northbound on 95... You know, try it southbound instead. It's, you know, you, you head toward Miami. That's uh, it's a great place to celebrate National Tequila Day. Uh, let's go to Steve in Jacksonville. Steve, or I'm sorry, let's go to Mark first. Mark on line four. He's been waiting very patiently. Mark from Jacksonville. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say about Donald Trump uh, threatening to revoke security clearances from these basically enemies of his who are out there uh, accusing him of treason and still have security clearances? Oh, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, I, I think there's a there's a, a fine line between if these people who uh, have clearances still, you know, they've already been, you know, debriefed, if you will, from from whatever access they had before. But if they are on the fly declassifying or you know we call it sanitizing in the industry information that they yeah. had access to before, 
and now using that in the media and whatever that that's now a security risk. But if they're just speaking their mind, uh, having been in the industry and things of that sort, then you know, being anti-Trump or anti any person in office doesn't necessarily mean that you are anti-government. Um, and I think that's a that's a fine line. If they're personally attacking him and what he's doing versus you know coming out and saying things against the government as a whole, well, now they they could be a risk, which then would be reason to remove their their access or any future access. But if they're just speaking out against Trump or any other person in office, that, that, that is a different situation. All right, well, what if you have somebody like John Brennan who goes on Twitter or goes on TV or whatever and says, Donald Trump has committed treason. He's guilty of treason. He should be impeached. Is that a personal attack or is that an attack on the government? And will the information that he has or that he's privy to with security clearances uh, be something that he should be limited to? And that's and that, that's a very good point. So if he is uh, speaking about information that he knows was classified and had access to, and now he's basically divulging some of that, that is a what we call you know security violation, a, a breach. And so that right, right. there is good, definitely a reason to to remove access and, and to investigate and things of that sort. All right. Hey, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate it. Also, the other thing that I think is probably a concern, and again, if you have an opinion on this or if you have knowledge of this, 340-1045, because I'm very, I have no clearance. They don't even really let me in some meetings here at the radio station. So I don't, I don't really know. I don't have access to anything. Uh, sometimes I even forget the passcode on my phone. So if it weren't for my thumbprint, you know, I wouldn't be even be able to text. But uh, 340-1045, if you, if you think Donald Trump has every right and even a responsibility to revoke security clearances from people who are now proving themselves formally in a former life. Yeah, they were the head of the FBI. They were the head of the CIA. They were national security advisor for some other president. But now they're just horrible people who are attacking you all the time and they don't even work in the government anymore. Uh, you know, what 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 should happen to those people and their security clearances? Does it become politically motivated? James Comey, for example, this guy, again, he comes up over and over again because he's just proven himself to be probably the worst of the worst. Uh, everyone for years was like, this is the most ethical leader of the FBI we've ever had. This guy is truly not partisan. But it turns out, in fact, that he was. He gets fired. What's the first thing he does? He writes a book. And I have to believe that anybody who writes a book and has the propensity to write even more books. For example, uh, I guarantee a higher loyalty, truth, lies, and leadership based on how successful it was for a little while. I can't imagine that's going to be his only book. Doesn't that also uh, make you wary of the kinds of things that they might write about or talk about or divulge in interviews in the future? And shouldn't you then limit that person's clearance? Just goes, you know, and again, and I use the I use the private sector as an example. If you work in a place where you need a key, for example, to get in or some kind of password for the computer, the RIT guy, the first thing he does is if somebody gets fired from here, the first thing they do is they write to IT and they say, shut down everything. Don't let them have access to their files. Don't let them have access to their old to their backlog data, their client information. You know, if you don't have it in your personal uh, storehouse, it's gone. You don't have access to it. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's go to Steve. Steve is in Jacksonville on line one. Steve, thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. What did you want to say, Steve? Hey, Mark. Um, I just want to say that the government at every level, the state governors, the president of the nation, um, even the uh, police commissioners, they run big organizations, big security-based organizations, have the right, right. at yeah. any point. If they see dissent in any of the uh, past executives that have clearance to some information, 
and they see dissent in the voice or the action of those uh, former executives. They have the right to withdraw their security question or withdraw their security clearances. It happens everywhere. It happens in every government agency. And the presidency wow. of all places needs that because what yeah. most of these people are doing in the news is is very very bad it puts america in a very bad light it brings yeah. down things that before were a mystery were a big mistake american mistake right now everybody has to hear and know everything and it's from the same people that were in the highest levels of government before um i think that's a very bad thing people are doing yeah. the government and his professionals Right. All right, hey Steve, thanks so much for <laughs> thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. No, and you make a great point. It's it's the right. We know it's the right of Donald Trump to do it, and I believe he has the power to just unilaterally say, uh, "Gone." You know, uh, fire your clearance. You've been fired. You've been fired from security clearance. I'm pretty sure he can just do that. He was mandated. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders, even yesterday talking about it, a lot of people on the right seem like it's probably a good idea. And is it a political attack? Well, it's I don't think it's a political attack. I don't think that Donald Trump is playing politics by by threatening to revoke these security clearances. And I kind of resent what Paul Ryan said about trolling people. I think that it's it's. Political defense is more what it is. He's already been attacked by every single person. Brennan, uh, John Brennan. He's been attacked by uh, James Comey. He's been attacked by Andrew McCabe. These people have, you know, Susan Rice even hasn't like gone out, come out and verbally attacked him. But she lives with the Obamas. She's like Obama's. I mean, it's like it's weird. It's like they're she's their adopted child living in their house. So there's that you have to imagine. You have to imagine that, uh, you know, when she met with President Clinton on the tarmac, all sorts of stuff was happening that shouldn't have been happening. And so it's not necessarily a political attack. It's more political defense. That's the way I see it. Brad in St. Augustine, thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say, Brad? Hey. Thanks hey. for having me on, Mark. Oh, no problem. Thanks for calling. What's your, what's your comment, Brad, real quick? It's Fred, not Brad. Okay, hang on for me one second, Brad, because we're going to have to take a break here uh, in just a minute. Let's go to Dan quickly. Dan in Jacksonville, how are you? Mark, thanks for taking my call. I just uh, sure. I wanted to say that uh, it's, it's kind of hypocritical. I heard this morning on the news that they were calling Trump's uh, actions an abuse of power uh, when what he's responding to is these people who have been entrusted with the most sensitive spying tools uh, that we have – and using it to spy on Trump, they're they're the ones abusing power, uh, you know, leaking this information to the media that has not been uh, vetted, you know, false do dossier uh, information, leaking it, uh, spreading it throughout the government at lower levels where they didn't have the need to know, but they wanted to make sure and get as much of the the uh, dirty uh, rumors out there as yeah. possible to make sure it got to the media. So they're the ones that have. Have thoroughly abused the power and trust that the we the people have given them. Uh, no, you're right. That's true. All these, 
You're right. Anyone who's ever leaked information, whether whether and here's the other thing, too, whether it's been proven or not, whether you think somebody has leaked information or whether they really have leaked information, you should probably revoke their security clearances. And Comey's at the top of that list, because remember, he said he took all those notes from his meetings with Donald Trump. And he said, I knew this was going to be a big thing. So I went home and I wrote these memos, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And uh, and so what happened is, you know, now Comey's out of office. He's walking around there with security clearance he's attacking the president and donald trump's like by the way you can't i'm not gonna let you have information that you don't need to have anymore 3401045 is it just a political tactic by the trump organization or is it something that should be done revoking the the clearances of people who are no longer in office and who are now threatening to use information against you 3401045 quick break we'll be back with more of the marquee show next on news 1045 wokv 3401045, that's the number. Mark K, that's the name. The News 1045 WOKV, that's the radio station you're listening to. All right, we've covered all the specifics. Uh, let's get back to the phones. 3401045, let's go to Fred, who's been waiting very patiently in St. Augustine. Fred, thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say about these national security clearances and Donald Trump threatening now to revoke these clearances from the people who are attacking him and no longer really need them? Hey, Mark. Hey, Fred. Thanks for having me on. I love your show. Oh, dude, I really appreciate that. Thanks so much. What? Uh, what? What? What's your input? What do you want to say, Fred? Well, um, I I was in a position where I had clearances, uh, both secret and top secret. Okay. And it's a real. It's a real simple situation. It's based on a need to know. If you no longer have a need to know, you don't need the clearance. And there's absolutely nothing wrong. Those people should not have the clearance if they're no longer in the position. Do you still have the clearance? Do you still have the clearance, or is it has it been taken away? No, I do not. Um, okay. I am re- I am retired, so I do not have. Okay, gone. So any of these other like John Brennan shouldn't have clearance anymore, right? And Susan Rice, she shouldn't have clearance because they're retired technically. That's right. Uh, yeah. Unless they have a need to know, they're no longer in the position. Uh, in fact, when I was on the job, uh, your clearance could be changed depending on the situation. You know, you Got may it. have a higher clearance or a lower clearance depending on what you're doing at the time. Got it. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. By the way, I've n- never had any clearance, but uh, but I I always think to me like when they say I had uh, you know secret clearance and top secret clearance. I'm like, what well, doesn't one of them just cancel the other out? Like, do you need both at that same at that point? You know. Like, you know, you've got top secret clearance, which encompasses secret clearance, but yet you're still registered for both. I guess, I mean, and again, I don't know how it works. Maybe it's a whole separate series of documents. And top secret also seems to me like something somebody was just like, you know, they were trying to one-up you. Like, they, you know, someone's like, hey, look, I got secret clearance. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, I've got top secret clearance. And the other person's like, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's brand new. And then they went and, you know, they just clicked. That's that's how I imagine it happened. Um, but it, it, it apparently appears to be a thing still. Don in Jacksonville. Thanks so much for calling, Don. What do you want to say? Hey, how you doing there, Mark? Hey, great. Well, what's up, John? Don, pardon me. Okay. Hey, I'm retired Navy. And uh, I, I had a uh, secret. And as far as the top secret, it was the interim because what I was doing at the time, I need a interim top secret. They usually go SBI, uh, BNI. Anyway, once you leave your government position or, or military position, 
you don't lose your clearance, it becomes inactive. That way, if you want to get like a contractor job, then um, it just, what they do is they reactivate it. They will pay to oh. update your clearance. Now, if you had it. it pulled all the way, which the president is talking about to it, and he has every right to do it, then they have to go through the whole process again. It becomes expensive, and they have to be investigated to get that clearance back. Oh, I see. So there's a difference. So you could go inactive, like with like you do with your fraternity or like a union or something, and then it's easy to just reactivate should you get a job that requires it. However, if it's pulled altogether, it's like you're blackballed, and if you want to get back in, you got to go through rush again. I, I think I got it. Hey, thanks, thanks so much for for clearing that up. So you've got all these security clearances, secret, top secret, uh, that Donald Trump is now threatening to pull from people that have become his political enemies, and a lot of people are saying Donald Trump is. Playing politics, but I, I ask you again: Is it's not political offense? It's more political defense. If you have people who are out there every single day in the press, writing books, talking junk about you, and they have access to security uh, secrets and, and you know and information that they could leak that they don't really even need anymore because they're in the private sector, why not pull it? Why not pull it? Because what? Maybe one day they get back to a position where they need it. You know what I have? I have pop secret clearance. Which, which just means I can I can make popcorn. Uh, anyway, I gotta go. Evidently, it's time to go. So uh, I'll be back tomorrow. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. See ya.